Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. triple book myself for Saturday. Wow. Triple booked myself. Okay. Okay? So, um, you know, Lagunitas, they sent out an email for, like, all the events for the month, and I put Sunday, July 7th, I'm available. Sunday. And, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. But, but, July 7th. Okay? Is... Saturday, Saturday, not Sunday. So, effed up on that. Um, so, luckily, like, I looked, I, I looked at what was confirmed when I was going to be working, and it's, like, July. It's my email says, like, July 7th confirmed. I'm like, oh, fuck. Is that a Saturday? I work at the bar on Saturdays. Fuck. So, luckily, I saw that, like, last week. I got it covered. Okay. Now, with my 9 to 5 job, I have to work a little bit this Saturday because of the end of the session and we're wrapping up students. Like, you have to go into the office? No, it's remote. Okay. So, I'm like, fuck. So, I start at 10 on Saturday for Lagunitas. And I told the manager I was supposed to be working from 9 to 11, but then I talked to her and I switched it from 9 to 10. Your manager at which of your three jobs? At at my 9 to 5. Okay. Um, so I still have to work for, for my nine to five from nine to 10. And I told Lagunitas, like, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'll arrive at 1030. Like, cause that I'm just including parking and yada, yada. Yeah. So I'll probably be arriving earlier than that. And she's like, well, we're loading out everything that day. So let me talk to Neil and he, see what he says. Maybe you like can switch and do like the evening shift mm. instead, like, which I don't want to do. Um, like, okay, she hasn't got back to me yet, so I'm kind of concerned about it. So I'm going to, like, work. I, so I looked up a Starbucks like, close to where the festival's going to be. It's, like, nine minutes away. Like, okay. So I don't think, I mean, just, I have to just include parking and yada, yada, yada. What festival? Michelada Festival. Oh. Yeah. I'm supposed to be working with somebody on that day, but I can't read a fucking calendar, so. Do you have a calendar? On my phone, yeah. Oh, you don't have, like... I have, like, a whiteboard one that I wrote, like, Saturday yeah. 7. You know, like, I have, like, the week it's laid just, out. It's just, like, confusing. Like, I have to, like, go back to the email, see what the dates, and, like, I just... Ugh, it's awful. Like, I just... It's an organizational problem. It's a reading fucking problem. I think I was looking at the fucking wrong account. I don't know. I don't... It's... <gasps> we should do. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <sighs> Your fail? Okay, so my fail is I... My fail is I kind of don't have any game on the internet. I don't know how to, like, over, like, Tinder or, like, Instagram, like, game with boys. Like, I'm just, like, I don't like relying on technology to, like, flirt. I want to do that, like, and see somebody in person, like, form a real connection. But basically, I feel like the real fail is I still don't have this one guy's number. So, oh, I, oh the Instagram guy? There's this guy who I know from real life um, mm-hmm. from playing volleyball last summer Mm -hmm. and in the winter I was like you know what I'm like single like let's try to go on a date I messaged him on Facebook 
over the course mm-hmm. of not one, not two days, but 39 days. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and I'm just trying to get him to come to trivia because he knows other people I go to trivia with. And I'm like, oh, that'd be maybe a different way to like get to know uh, him. You're really persistent. Um, I don't know. And like, he is not like on social a lot. He's like, yeah, I want to come to trivia, but he's messaged me every like six days. Like, it's like, it's very like, I have to wait days for a response. So I would have like given up. I gave up after 39 days, but I'm very stubborn. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, there is no reason why I can't succeed at this, <laughs> but there was. So it's I just not into you. Well, so I re probably so I rerun into him over pride. He's like, oh my god, sorry, I never came to trivia. That was like I was so busy. I'm you in my rotation. And someone else at the party was like mentioned that he was like they were trying to get him to come to something during that time too. So he was just like the story checked out. So, but I read meet him at this party and I was like, oh my God, he's even hotter than I remember. Like, so beautiful. And he like, has this amazing like, nonprofit job where he's like, helping low income people with like, AIDS or something. Like, it's just like, a whole thing. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Take two. So on, first I tried to message him on Facebook. He, it's like, he is clearly not using Facebook. My message has not even been seen, whatever. So then I jump over to Instagram that I just joined. Yeah. Um, you guys follow me at Ugg Fine. It's Ugg Fine with six oh, with six sorry. H's. Just <laughs> um, put a U. UG and then six H's and then fine. Um, so I messaged him on Instagram and I'm like, hey, blah, 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 small talk, whatever. And then I was like, look, Jeff, I think that you are a very handsome man, period. I would love to go out with you sometime soon, period. You suck. Yes. Because I don't know how to fucking do this. And I'm like, I'll just fucking compliment you because I literally, legitimately think you're so handsome and I want to go out with you and that's my truth. So I'll just say the truth. Uh, now it's been like four days. And Miles, I was like, you're not and, and I typed thoughts, question mark. Because I want an answer. He could say no. I'm not, He just say no. Just say no, I'm not feeling it. But I'm not going to let you say nothing. But basically, I should, what I should have gotten was use the gay Jewish grapevine and just gotten his phone number. Oh, that's so creepy and weird. You're not an episode of Seinfeld with like, the AIDS walk I feel like it's like, hey, got your number from like Justin. I'm like, no, you should have just <laughs> asked for his, given your number. I know I should have asked for his number when I saw him Ugh. in person, but I didn't think about it. And basically, I'm First never all, going he's to. Not that into you. He doesn't want to go on a date with you clearly. I just okay. I get frustrated because I'm like, sure, he's not that into me. But guess what? He doesn't know me. So why are you writing me off? Just go on a date with me and get to know me. Unless you're just Physical not into this. This is like the first wall. So, and who knows what he's doing? Like, maybe he's seen somebody already. Um, I don't think so. He went to that party. We went to that party together and he was alone. And there was no question about where's your boyfriend. There was none of those questions. Yeah, but you don't know who he's seeing and who he's texting or who's like sliding the DMs. Well, it should be me. Yeah, I know. It's Isn't fine. Fucking frustrating? I'm like giving up on it's it. It's so fucking frustrating. Like, I just like people should be up front and it's not it's not that way like and it's really fucking hard and like I this just mm-hmm. yep um okay our episode today is called I don't know who to vote for yep it's getting political to the 4th of July bitches yes what? we are recording on the 4th happy of July happy birthday to me Merrick. Don't I mean, my name like that. It's Marika. <laughs> it is funny because whenever people type Marika on Facebook, like apostrophe M E R I C A, it's only one letter away from Marika, who spells her yeah. name with a K. Yeah, it is. Um, the United States of Marika. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Marika and I are both really solid, hardcore conservatives. So sometimes it's confusing <laughs> in this climate of just <laughs> like... It's really obvious. Whose rights to take away. <laughs> um, There's like so little time. Like women's rights, unborn babies' rights. Oh, that's tough. Um, no, here you have to use the unborn baby to take away the women's rights. Okay. That's the key. Right, right Unless right, the unborn right. babies are women. Um, the Earth's rights. Uh, Fuck that. Clean air? <laughs> what is that? We don't need that. We want smog. We want smog. Smog is what makes the money. Uh. And silent cyclones where, you know, you can't really breathe. Wait, what? Silent cyclones? Um, so, I'm not sure if that's the right term for it. But, okay, so I'm going back to the, the show The Crown. Netflix. Really great. So, basically, in the 1950s... Um, like the first two years when Elizabeth was queen, sh- there was basically like in this- England, mm-hmm. Britain. Britain. So basically, you know, Winston Churchill was like, okay, yeah, let's keep those factories moving because our economy is booming, and because but the war is over, so I was like, but let's just keep it going. Mm-hmm. And so the emissions from his factories, you know, obviously stayed the same, and then. With this weather, all of a sudden there was like this silent cyclone or something like that, um, where basically there's no wind. What? It's dead. What? Yeah. So it's stagnant air, basically, kind of like so the smog so doesn't move a, away. So it's not a cyclone. It, but it's it's not, but in a way it is because it's like, it's like trapped. The, it's like the eye. Of it's the like trapped mm. air, kind of in a way. Um, so all that smog stayed in London and a lot of people died because of it. So, uh uh-huh. Stagnant air is a really creepy term. Yeah. So, yeah, we want that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we want, you know, fossil fuels burning. Like, like, what? Just go back. Just, let's go to clean energy. Like, what the fuck? That creates jobs, too. You fucking idiot. Well, that's what I have my thing about, like, America. I think we just move, like, really slowly on everything. Like, we've been talking about clean energy for, like, decades. Like when Japan had the um, Fukushima mm-hmm. reactor meltdown, yeah, they cl- I think I might get this wrong. This is information from my brother. They closed like a lot of nuclear reactors and invested more in clean energy, like solar power and stuff. So when I visited my brother in Japan, he was like Yoroshiku Onigashimas, and I was like Chotomate, and then he was like Sonomama Day E. <laughs> oh, sorry, just <laughs> slipping oh. into Japanese. No biggie. <laughs> He, we when I visited my brother in Japan, we saw tons of solar panels in like really rural Japan, mm-hmm. and I was like, they made that switch in like a year, and he, over here in America, we're talking about solar panels for like twenty years yeah, now, yeah. and it's like, what are we doing? They just want you know because they're worried about coal miners and stuff, and like. I used to be a coal miner's daughter, <laughs> and I grew up from that dream. Okay. Okay. First of all, coal miners like. It's not a nostalgic thing for America, okay? Like, I don't like how, like, oh, well, my grandfather's great, like, great-grandfather was a coal miner, so, like, like there's this lineage of coal miners. Like, why? Why? Why don't, it's like, no, I mean, blue-collar jobs are fucking fantastic. I mean, they back going of America, but, like, you get, you know. Went to modernize. A, like, coal miner's lung or whatever, where that fucking is, black yeah. lung, black lung. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you want that? That's going to be your son, life sentence. Yeah, for that. This so, podcast is going to be us, like, liberal ranting. We have to talk about actual politics. Okay, okay. I, like, who are we going to vote for? It's midterm elections. Come I up. did not vote in the primaries. Oopsie. Oh, I, that kind of came and went for me. Did we do that in Illinois? 
Yeah, we did that in Rome. I did that in like March. Oh, I mean, I did. I did it for. I did that. Oh, I did that. 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 Do you research ahead of time? Uh, that was the problem. Like, because it was like too overwhelming, and I tried, and I'm like, ugh. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone is like, vote. Like, Paris Hilton's like, vote or die, and all this stuff. And I'm like, great, voting's cool, but they should be like, and you actually um, have to do a lot of fucking research. And here's some great websites that you can, like, research and, like, print out who you're going to vote for. And even then, when I get to the ballot, when I've done the research, (laughs) I think I have all my candidates. Like, I have 10 people, and then I get there, and there's, like, 35 people. And... I'm like, what? We are voting for water commissioner this time. Why wasn't this on the website? And then I either won't vote for the people I don't know, or I'll just check the boxes of, like, women. But I'm like, maybe they're evil women. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're witches. <laughs> I don't want to vote for a witch. Um, I'm trying to think of that politician that won in her district against an incumbent. In New York 10. City? Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, 28, so I hate her. <laughs> you, she's, um... Um, like she's amazing. Yeah. And she's a socialist, which is I completely agree with. Um, but like I just like think, oh my god, like look at you. You're changing your community, like from within. Not like this corruption bullshit where that incumbent was basically like, like lived in like Connecticut or the Hamptons and like like how do you uh, Well that's what? the thing too, and he was a Democrat. You know? Like, so it's like you can't always just be like Democrats, yay! Like you right, have to even right. be scrutinizing all the Democrats yeah, too. It's, it's basically all white old men. Like we gotta get rid of. It. Okay, we need women of color. That are women of hopefully color. older than women, us. Women of color, okay. That are I don't care if they're older or not. I want women of color. Well, I don't want them to be younger than me. Women of color. <laughs> I don't care your age. Women of color, because honestly, like, it's not my life goal or my career goal to be a politician or I hated poli sci like don't like it don't understand it whatever you took it I took it in high school oh hated it god see it that made my it made my GPA go down and I didn't get I wasn't on a roll yeah Mariko was gonna go to Harvard and took that class yeah basically so I mean like I just wish more people were like that and like cared more and they just don't, you know, and then they, like, wonder why things don't get done and they complain about it. Politicians or... People in the community. I mean, we don't do anything. I know we don't, <laughs> but, I don't know. It's like, I don't think we don't do anything. anything. We don't do anything. I don't <laughs> even vote. I was like, vote. Black Lives Matter parades, well, not parades, protests came and went, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't even, I mean, I didn't, I vote, but I didn't vote for this class primary. Oops, because I'm like, it's not like it really creeped up. Yeah. As some would say, it crapped up. Crap. It's like, yeah. And like, who's going to be running for president? Who? Who is it? Yeah, but we can't just focus on the presidential one because the local ones are so much more important. But still, but who is it? (laughs) Who? That's never, we like, we have to focus on like state now. Like the governor, the Illinois gubernatorial election. Why is it gubernatorial for governor? Do you ever think about that? Hmm? It's governor Mm-hmm. But the adjective is gubernatorial. What the fuck? I think that's some Latin bullshit. What? Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like that, like, the governor, for as Illinoisans, the governor is almost, like, the most important election. Because look at our governors. Mm-hmm. All of them. Our state's fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the even if we had, even oh. when we had Obama, Illinois was fucked up. It doesn't matter who the president is for Illinoisans. Um, and Chicagoans. 
Yeah. And Hanover Parkers. Um, I just, like, I just, like, sometimes, like, I just don't know. I wish, like, there was always, like, a clear way, like, like, this is my candidate. This is, they're, they're standing to what I believe in. They're going to fight for what I want. And, and they actually fucking do it. Like, that isn't, that's not fucking happening at all. Like, oh, it's, like, for their interests, and, like, I just want money, and, like, really good retirement pension plan, and, like, free healthcare that you pay for. That's what I want. I mean, I think ultimately anyone going into government, especially, like, House, Senate, President, that kind of thing, you have to be a little bit power hungry. Like, fucking McCain, I'm sorry. Yeah, you have a brain tumor. Um. (laughs) But you didn't, you voted against public health for public health care, okay? You voted against it. I mean... For universal health care. I mean... When I fucking pay um, for your health insurance. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. Mm. Here's where I'm not going to side with McCain, but public health care, was it a perfect rollout? No. Is it a perfect system? No. So I can see where some... But then amend it. Don't vote against it. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more complicated than that. I'm sure there was all those crazy uh, politics. It, it's really not because all the first world countries have universal health care. And also... But I can see where, Republican, inter- where a Republican would be like, leave. great idea, Democrats, but like this rollout is going to fuck everything up and I can't vote for that. That's probably what some people were thinking, you know? I don't think so. Because I think... Because I mean, like, it isn't... Well, Zachary wants to do a I don't know how to healthcare episode, but mm-hmm. like... Right. It's... Healthcare is like weird and it's gotten worse for Zachary under like universal health care like it's complicated so I can see where people would vote against it mm-hmm. I um, mean it's just like well then how about you just go to a fucking hospital and like you don't have to worry about it like why is that hard why because it's so complicated Everything's no but, but in Canada it's not complicated why is, I'm sure it, I'm sure it is but like all the other first world countries have that yeah. already in place or Cuba spends like a tenth of what we spend, but they have the same life expectancy. Honestly, I just think the way, okay, I feel like to be a true, like, responsible citizen, mm-hmm. you have to basically, like, be, you would have to basically be, like, reading the news, listening to, like, liberal and conservative podcast viewpoints. Like, you'd have to really spend so much of your day, like, you'd have, you have to be so researched. Like, my older brother, like, to me, the two big, Graham. Nick. Well, both, actually. Really? To me, the two big hobbies in America are sports and politics. Those are our two mainstream hobbies. Mm. You can then, like, you know, video games or anime or K-pop or whatever, but those aren't... The mainstream is sports and politics. Mm. Um, so, like, my older brother, Nick, like, he listens to political stuff all day, every day, liberal and conservative, because he's, like, a moderate, and Nick t- debate. So he's, like, very educated on the issues. Do I agree with a lot of Nick's viewpoints? No. But can I argue with Nick about the viewpoints? No, because I'm not well-researched. So... We'll right. be talking, and he's throwing out all these, like, statistics and stuff, and I'm like, well, I literally have nothing to back up what I'm saying, so I can't, because I don't research this mm-hmm. stuff, so. Well, I had no idea Nick did that. I'm really impressed. Yeah. Graham. Um, I know Graham's involved in politics in, in English. Yeah, but I feel like it has to be, or like, like, like it's just not my, that's not my hobby, that's not what I'm spending my time on, you know? That's not yeah. what I'm watching, reading. So it's hard to it be. Is. It's hard not to be, like, hoodwinked. I just listen to NPR. Yeah, but NPR is just, like, liberal, purely liberal, and it's, like... No, it's not. I know, I mean, they try. They do bring on the conservative people and stuff, but it still is, like, I I know I'm not getting the full picture from NPR. Right, right, yeah, that's... that's Like, when they were talking about the, like, this whole thing with um, President President Trump, 
and the separating families at the border. Yeah. I kept being like, they they kept jumping into the middle of the story, which of course because they assume you know. But I was like, when did this start? How did this policy get started? Is this something from the Trump administration? Did this come from the yeah, House and Senate? So is this something this that expired? With Bill order? Clinton. Okay. See, yeah. And then when Trump started like really laid down the hammer and tried to execute it. Right. So, yeah. So I felt, like, very uneducated because I was like, I really need to just get the background on this. Well, you need to listen to NPR every day at the same time, so. It's your fault. I do. In the mornings, (laughs) I'm getting ready. It's it's your fault. But I still feel like I'm always missing a lot of, like, they're giving me the present, and I'm like, I need the past on this issue. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's really easy just to be like, Trump sucks. Everything Trump does is wrong. Everything the entire administration does is wrong. But And that was the same way with George Bush, but I'm like, well, maybe 95% is going to be wrong, but there's probably still going to be some stuff that improves. Right. But, you know, it's too um, simple to say everything's bad. So, I th- I'm, I'm probably wrong about this, but I think the Supreme Court is ruling about gerrymandering and how it's not effective. I don't, I'm not sure. I know... There's some, I keep hearing about gerrymandering on NPR a lot. Mm. And if you guys don't know what gerrymandering is, it's basically, like, deciding... It's when you draw squiggly little lines to form a district, district that doesn't make any sense, and you're just doing it so the district votes one way or the other. Yep. That's what that is. There's a gerrymander that stretches from Austin, Texas, to San Antonio, Texas, which is, like, almost two hours away. And one person is overseeing those, like, districts in both cities because it's, like, a spaghetti strap. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this is a spaghetti strap tank top. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> I would be, like, I want the gerrymandered district with the best shape. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want one that looks like an octopus or something. I forget how that started. It's named after Jerry... Bander? I think <laughs> it's someone's name. It's like maybe that's just this is uh, name. No. People are gonna be listening to this and be like, "You guys are idiots. You don't know anything <laughs> about politics." <laughs> well, I, I, okay, you guys don't think we're idiots or by now? Yeah, I don't know what. Shame on you. <laughs> Remember when I almost failed at a condo? But then, Shut but then did it. <laughs> okay, God. Oh. If you were to run for office, what office would you run for? Ooh. I would probably run for, I don't know, state senator maybe? Maybe get stuff done? So, like, within us, within Illinois, or? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska, maybe? Uh, no, probably Illinois. Trying to, like, clean up the muck, and then probably I'll be just a dirty politician like the rest of them. Well, like a dirty chai. Mm, I love dirty chai, so. Um... Who would who in your family would manage your campaign? <laughs> no one. <laughs> one, my family, like my parents, like or, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles. No one. They're all fucking conservative. They all. No one. Nobody. Nobody. On that side, nobody. Um, I don't know. Maybe my dad. Like no. No. I would never pick anybody for my fucking family. Sorry, family. Like. No, I'd probably pick, like, you, or, because you probably create a great slogan. <laughs> yeah, we might want to be like, well, here's your slogan, and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not. Um, I would, I think I would run for mayor. Okay. 
of... Icer? God, Alderman would be cool too, but I don't know how Alderman works. Um, yeah, mayor, I don't know, of maybe like a smaller city, or maybe just a town. Because that'd be like cute, like mayor mm-hmm. of like Elgin or something. Um, and I think I would choose Nick to run my campaign, but as long as he can only like, he, he can't disagree with my political beliefs. Because I feel like Nick and Dan, I don't have the same political beliefs, but mm-hmm. I think he would run a damn good, possibly a little mean aggressive campaign <laughs> that would get me elected um yeah i yeah. think we would disagree a lot but i think that he'd probably be right yeah well definitely not with zachary <laughs> i would gain nothing from zachary running my campaign because we're too similar yeah that's true i have, have i've been to when i was i was in americorps for two years which mm-hmm. is like the peace corps but within america and each year we had to go it was in minnesota so we had to go to this capitol building in st paul yeah and talk to our representatives about AmeriCorps. Oh. We couldn't, because AmeriCorps is supposed to be in nonpartisan, okay. we couldn't advocate, we couldn't be like, please support. Mm-hmm. We just had to be like, this is the amazing work that we're doing. Like, very educational. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually really cool. We talked to like two lobbyists. Um, I think they were like liberal lobbyists, but when like the one was a woman, they always had very interesting things to say and they were like, you know, a lot of state governments are corrupt. There's a lot of corruption. I was like, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. But they were like, Minnesota is very not corrupt. There's like, there's not a lot of money changing hands or like, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I'd always thought of corruption as like, I guess naively as something that happens in like, corrupt governments in other countries. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think state by state yeah, there's cor- all this either. corruption. Um, what other corrupt states are there? New York? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, corruption always makes me think of, like, my friend, I tutored this guy, Paul, who's from Cameroon, and he was like, oh, my God, Cameroon is so corrupt. Like, he's like, if you want to go to the hospital, first you have to pay policemen to to pay them to cross a barricade to get to the hospital. Then when you're at the hospital, you have to pay someone else to let you get in the front door. Then you have to pay someone so you can, like, actually see a doctor. It's like, people are taking money from you constantly. Oh, my God. And that's why, like, the country can't become a rich, prosperous country because everyone's just nickeled and dimed. Oh, my God. Yeah. It sucks. Um, but I remember, like, my second year we met of AmeriCorps, we, like, talked to this guy, and he was, like, so cool. He was liberal. He bikes to work from Minneapolis to St. Paul, Capitol Building, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. He was like, I love AmeriCorps. I, and he talked about how, like, he had fought against some highway stuff. Like, when they were putting in a new highway, in, or when they were putting in the main highway in Minneapolis, they wanted it to be a double-decker like, 12-lane highway. Like, a double-decker highway. And he was like, that's ridiculous and ugly, and we don't need it. So, yeah, I was like, I didn't even understand. It's like a two-story Oh, my God. You know, like, when they raise it up, and he was like, no. Okay, no. So that made government feel more, like, a little bit more real to me, and we, like, we would walk through the hallways, and, like, this woman stopped us, and she was like, I never thought I was going to be in government. She's like, especially if you're a woman, or especially if you're, like, a person of color, or if you're gay, like, we need your voice, and, like, politics is something I never thought of, but, like, please think of it, and we need oh my- you. I know. Oh my God. Marika's going to run. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, me, I would, if someone did that to me, I would think about it. I mean, I remember writing for student council. You did? In, like, middle school and, like, high school a little bit. And I just got over it. 
It's a popularity contest, really, so... And then how did Zachary win? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so we have basically the politics, I feel like I don't ever understand the full issue. I feel like I need to do more research, but I'm not gonna, and... Then Sorry. I just go to the ballot box and check some boxes. See, at least, like, it's your voting. I mean, I, I really, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm such a fucking hypocrite. But, like, I really hate it when, like, young people are like, I don't vote. I'm like, are you a fucking idiot? Because in other countries, they're dying to fucking vote. I didn't vote until I was 20. And you know when women's suffrage is, you fucking idiot? No, you know. When don't. was the first time you voted? How old were you? Uh, first time I could. First time you did vote. Web Obama. So. So first time he ran. So you were twenty two. Twenty two. I remember in high, in senior year of high school, like people who were already eighteen. Yeah. Like could vote, and I'm like. That's crazy. That was crazy. I wanted to vote. I don't know why I couldn't vote. It was annoying. I don't. I didn't vote until I was twenty six. Because I was moving a lot. So when I lived in Georgia, I had to absentee vote. Mm-hmm. And... I yeah, really count those. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember I mailed it. I, like, went... You know, it's like the first time you do anything, you don't know how to prepare. So I remember I went yeah. to absentee vote, and they were like, okay, do you have the address of the polling location we need to mail this to? And I was like, I did not realize that you needed that, but of course you do. So I was like, just mail it to my mom, and she'll drop it off at the polling location. So I mailed it to my mom from Savannah, Georgia... To Batavia. Mm-hmm. My mom takes it to the polling location and they're like, where's Miles? <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm his mother. They're like, well, we can't take this. And she was like, but I'm his mother. And she's like, they're like, we can't. So my mom just threw it away. <laughs> so that Why was the- couldn't you just look it up and go back? Like, look it up and go back. I think it was literally the last day I could send it. And I was like, I had college classes and homework and I was just trying to do also, this. Also, you didn't have a smartphone to get a dumb phone. Also, it was like 2008. So you could the iPhone. I had a smartphone back then. In 2008? When did the iPhone come out? 2007? The first Six. iPhone? I think it was mm, Yeah. Um, and then, so then the second time I tried to vote, I was in Minneapolis and they jammed my voter card all the way down to the bottom of my mailbox, like, crushed into the bottom. So I thought that it never arrived. And so then I was trying to vote with my ID, and they were like, okay, well, you can vote without a card, but you need to have a neighbor to vouch for you that says that you live where you live. Okay. And my neighbors were, like, all busy, and I had to go to work, and I was like, why is voting so hard? I don't understand. And then the third time, the third la- the time that I failed, mm-hmm. I was, like, had just moved to Chicago, and I went to Geneva to vote. And they're like, okay, and do you still live in Batavia? I was like, well, I just moved to Chicago no, you don't. two weeks ago. And they were like, what, bitch? And I was like, I mean, and they were like, well, okay, well, you can't vote. And I was like, I was like, I have lived in Batavia my entire life. I've lived in Chicago for two weeks. And they're like, you can't vote. And I was like, what if I had just told you, what if I just tell you that I still live in Batavia? They're like, too bad you told me something different. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't until I was 26 that I <laughs> voted. <laughs> Scenario of the last time. <laughs> I was like at the court, like the I was so stupid. The county clerk's office? Yeah, I was so yeah. pissed off. No, like that just described like Almost every adult situation that <laughs> you're put in almost. 
for the first yeah. time. For the, when it, it's the first time, you're like, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> you, you almost have to fail the first time on everything. I'm just, like, so stupid. Like, I lie. Like, yep, I do. Oh, is this your address on your license? Like, yep, it is. <laughs> I was too sweet and naive, and then I got jaded and harder, and oh. I lied for everything. Okay, so questions. Mm-hmm. So we got a question that's, how do I move across the country? We could do a whole episode on this. Please help slash motivate me to cut ties with Illinois and all the lies that I've been living in. Uh, well, if you we didn't just talk enough about Illinois' government um, being extremely corrupt and Chicago uh, having super high taxes that don't go to anything that they need to go to. to? Um, hashtag half the city living in poverty. Where are those taxes going? And the school systems for Chicago are shitty. Yeah. Um, I would say moving across the country, I've done it two times. I moved to Savannah, mm-hmm. then I moved to Minneapolis. Okay. I think, especially if you live in the same place your whole life, like I know this person has, it's really good for you because it forces you, A, it shines a light on the place you came from and it shows you what you valued about that place because it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to see that unless you leave. Okay. Um, B, you have to make all new friends which is so scary and hard, yeah. but sometimes you'll find new people that, like, become lifelong friends, and you're like, oh, my God, I would never... Right. Like, um... So, I think it's, like, super scary, but just watch Kiki's Delivery Service, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Every time before I would move somewhere new, I would watch Kiki's Delivery Service, because it's a movie where she's a young witch, and she turns 13, and she has to move somewhere new without her family, by herself, just her cat Gigi, and essentially start a business um she starts a delivery service spoiler alert oh she like has to um do something that's like witch related that's like yeah but you see kiki like she has to face all these obstacles that she never had to face in her little comfy town and she Mm -hmm. has to get more confident and she like meets a boy and she has to really come to terms with like why her powers are important to her her magic powers so you have to do all that when you move and it's i think it's really good for you I haven't done that. I always wanted to, but I never have. I mean, I lived in Spain for a month when I was 17 with my aunt, so. I mean, that counts. It's not, but it doesn't. I mean, you get in a routine and, you know, you start being familiar with your surroundings and stuff, but I don't know. Well, Marika shackled at this podcast now, so she can never leave. Yeah, basically. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when I moved to Minneapolis, like, um, I had always lived in places that I thought were aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Savannah, Batavia, and then Minneapolis, I, sorry, people from there think is, can be a little dumpy. And, but I never, and then I was like, oh, so living somewhere that's visually pleasing and beautiful is something that's important to me. And I never mm-hmm. knew that before. Oh. Until I lived somewhere that wasn't beautiful. Right. And, yeah. So, you, it helps you with, like, your values. Okay, so um, we have another question that's a little old, but we're answering it out. Um, what are the rules about online communication with complete strangers, i.e. Grindr, Tinder, Instagram, etc.? So communicating with complete strangers. I think this is like... Hey a, with the two Ys. <laughs> is that our entire input? Hey, yeah. double Y. Hey, double Y. Um, I don't know. Like, I think this person knows way more than me because I don't talk to strangers online. Yeah, this person's in, like, a I'm, like, hotter than that. So. <laughs> I mean, me too, but, uh, I'm in the like, trenches. I'm, like, too hot. And I'm, like, 
for that. So, but am I succeeding outside of that? No. What about church? Mm, I don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I have, you know, I meet people at work, more or less. Um, So, I mean, it's just like, I feel like meeting people organically so much more than online. better. It's just better. But, like, you know, I... You've had guys hit you up unbeknownst. Yeah. Has any of that worked? Any of their attempts? No. Because I'm not in the mindset to accept them. Even if they were, like, nice. Mm. Like, I'm just like, ugh. I just, like, just, like, very exhausting. You know? Like, but meeting somebody organically doesn't... It's not exhausting at all. Like, it's just happening at that moment, and it's special, and, like... It's not calculated. It's not. And it's just, like, you know, you're not... You're not thinking about what to say next or how to say it at that moment. You're just going with the flow and you're enjoying your time together. And then later on, now you're it's becoming more calculated, maybe. But, um, but yeah, like that's why you know I don't know. I don't do strangers online ever, but I probably should start doing it. Um, does that answer your question? No. <laughs> We're like, just don't. Just don't. Um, just do the hay with the two wives. I don't understand, like, you know. Yeah, this person is, like, is um, trying to lock down, like, a throuple situation. And also is, like, in an open marriage. So, like, trying to, like, explore that. How lucky. Um, and honestly, that fantastic. Honestly, makes it trickier. Um, but, makes it more I don't fun. know. I mean, you talk shit about that. We, with your married spouse. I think makes attracting people trickier because when I see throuples on Tinder I'm like no 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 but they're never cute yeah. um, but this one is this one is yeah so I don't know I mean I have nothing to offer on this because my fail was all about how I fucking suck at this yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I mean we're both fucking single so like what yeah yeah, yeah like, please married ma- open married person please don't come at us with your <laughs> question <laughs> okay. like your embarrassment of riches <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um, we're in a closet. So, yeah. we would, we haven't gotten some fresh questions in a while. We're working, we got a lot of bad, we have like a long list Lists. of ones, we but with love. I know you guys, we have like 50 listeners. Like, what? I don't want to call you out, but like Kyle N, where's your question? I know that you listen. Like, really? we, I'm going to actually read one of our reviews right now because, yes. Um, this is my favorite podcast. I drop everything to listen when it's first uploaded. Miles's stoicism and logic perfectly balance Marika's colorful and emotional personality, and they both make, both make me laugh. I can't listen in public because I laugh, I cry, I get way too ex- excited for any mention of me. This is our friend that wrote that. It's very sweet. That's um, very nice. That's super nice. You don't even have to write it that good. Just it. So basically, we're trying to get to 10 reviews, and then we're going to do... Something. One of our friends suggested that we should release a single um, <laughs> at ten. We'll see. Um, so write us a review, idkpod at gmail.com. You can email us there. Um, we're gonna get some paletas. I hope everyone had a great Fourth of July. Be safe. Be safe. Okay. Bye. Bye, failures. <laughs>